one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Happy Monday! It's uh, this is the day where we talk maintenance and mindfulness. One of my favorite conversations. I mean, this is what sets the Libby Method apart from any other diet out there. Is our focus on maintaining your weight. It's one thing to lose it, but we're all about maintaining it. Um, and there's a lot to that. So we've had some few, uh, we've had a few new members join the group with the, with our current winter program winding down. Uh, we're seeing that every day we are adding some new members to this group. So what, let me remind you that there's a whole maintenance guide that you can access. This, um, our format in the maintenance group is a little different from our weight loss program in that it's not as structured. Um, we do do some daily posts just for the sake of engagement and, you know, great discussion uh, and insight for sure. Um, I do go live every Monday uh, in the maintenance group. We also have our amazing Way In Wednesdays conversations. Um, that's where we actually have some of our members join us um, on our guest panel. We're also working on some fun guest segments. We also do some fun giveaways and whatnot. We try to keep you as entertained and engaged as possible around here. But at the end of the day, we really are here to answer any of the questions that you have throughout your maintenance journey. Um, of course, maintenance, uh, there are four stages to finally and forever. So many of us are working through different stages. Of course, you've lost your weight, which is why you're here. Um, although many of you are contemplating going back for more or, you know, perhaps you've gotten sidetracked. You feel like your weight is, is inching up a little bit and you want to bring it right back down. So that's all part of maintenance as well, all those fluctuations on the scale. So once you've lost your weight, you want to put time into solidifying the weight. So we have people in the maintenance group here, some who are repeating the program for the sake of maintenance. So they've been doing that in the winter group and or perhaps are going to be doing that in the spring summer group, which is why they're new to the maintenance group. We also have people working through uh, solidifying their weight using personalizing the plan which is also an effective method. And then we have testing the waters. This is where uh, regardless of, of how you spent your time solidifying your weight, once you've put a couple months into doing that, you're gonna move forward with personalizing the food plan in order to test the waters. And you know, get used to what maintenance now looks like and feels like to you, getting to trust all the changes that you have made, continuing to work through those issues and associations, um, being mindful not to fall back into old habits and do the things that you need to do to support your new habits that support your lifestyle, continuing to work through beliefs. And one of the big ones is, am I going to be able to maintain this weight? I maybe have lost it, but gained it back so many times that even though you know you've done it differently with the living method, you're not so sure it's going to stick. So that's a big topic around here is learning to trust that. Uh, learning to figure out what to do with that scale, you know, get, get to a place where you're ready to not use it as a measure of anything in your life and just go by how you feel. And then of course, this that final and forever stage. That's when you know you're just ready to move on. You're in tune with your body's needs. You know when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. If ever you do find yourself making a conscious choice to indulge, you'll implement back on track just to kind of help your body get back on track or get back to feeling its best, which is really what it's all about at that point. So reminding you there are those four stages of finally and forever at any time 
throughout any one of those stages, make sure you reach out and let us know if you have any questions. Um, yeah, just finishing group two. Hi, Pearl. Yeah, so a lot of new members in the last little bit, so don't be shy. So what's different about this group also is this, man, we've been through some shit together. We've worked hard to lose this weight. We've laughed. We've cried. We've been frustrated. We've worked through all of it. You'll find that we have very real, honest conversations, and it's a bit of a different vibe. The voice in this group is a little different or a lot different than the voice of the weight loss program. This is definitely much more interactive. Um, we highly um, suggest you being you being quite involved in the conversations that we're having. Um, this is a place for you to really celebrate all the hard work that you've done and continue to work through the process to really get to that place where you're ready to move on to finally and forever. Uh, hi, Kathy. Uh, you always touch on where I am. You've heard me say I was having trouble with bursitis and meds. I got back on track and my scale rewarded me right away. Yeah. Hi, Laura. The group is an incredible anchor during our journey of maintenance and discovery. And within that, to Kathy's point, life is still going to smack you in the face. You might still find yourself encountering health issues, always be being tested, which causes your body to react, right? And this is, can be very nerve wracking when you've worked so hard to lose your weight and you have a history of losing and gaining and losing and gaining, you know, few little increases in the scale and we start to get really nervous. Um, you know, we start to just be like, oh my goodness, is this actually going to work for me? Am I going to be able to maintain my weight? Am I just going to pile it all back on? And so we've had a lot of conversations about, you know, just how normal your weight fluctuating is not just on a day-to-day -day basis with you know things that you're eating or drinking or salty food or being dehydrated or working like all the reasons why your weight can be up while you're trying to lose weight are the same reasons why your weight can be up while you're while you're maintaining your weight and then there's just different seasons in your life where you know you know maybe it's more stressful than other times perhaps you're an accountant for example and it's a very stressful time of year um, perhaps you are more active in the warmer months where you're out and about um, you know, we have seasons in our life where things are smooth sailing and then seasons in our life where just shit is constantly hitting the fan and smacking us in the face. And so what you have acquired is the tools to be able to um, deal with whatever life throws at you uh, in terms of the choices that you're making and how those things are affecting you know, not just your physical, but also your mental health and wellness. You know, recognizing, meeting yourself where you're at, always bringing awareness to where you are at and you know helping your body work through anything that it needs to work through in order for you to just wake up and look and feel your best so even though you may have lost your weight the work isn't done, especially the mental part of it. This is like the big, the big work is getting to that place where you're calm around foods. You know what your body needs. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're familiar with those fluctuations. Do you know what I mean? That's that physically, physically calm, your body not as reactive to things, but also mentally really calm. That's a lot of the discussions that we'll have, we'll have in this group. Um, hi, Valerie. I have and still, uh, definitely still am learning so much more about me by taking the time I need in maintenance so grateful for the group yeah so some people will need the maintenance group for weeks maybe a few short months um, some might spend a lot longer uh, in the maintenance group so come get get you know get what you need stay as long as you need um, we are finding so a little history on the this maintenance group in general so it just started uh, July of last year so July 2022 was the start date of the group I was very resistant so this is going to be the spring summer group is going to be my 20th program. I was very resistant to um, 
to, to starting a maintenance group. I didn't think it was necessary. We cover maintenance at the end of the weight loss program. I say this because I, I know some people are jumped the gun. They're already in the maintenance group, even though we haven't finished the, the winter program yet. I um, mean, I was really hesitant of starting up a maintenance group. I thought we didn't need it. I didn't, I didn't want people focusing on their weight loss journey longer than they needed. I truly just wanted them to lose their weight and move on with their lives. And you know, you've worked so hard to get so in tune while losing your weight. It's just, a matter of trusting that well trusting that is a lot easier said than done rightfully so because of our history or many people's history with dieting I have learned so much from this group and the conversations that we've had even my mind is blown on a regular basis in this group with the conversations that we're having about everything that maintenance in, in, in entails, you know, and how complex it is truly to get to that place of finally and forever mentally, you know, absolutely doable. That's our whole goal. But man, it can be a real journey for some people um, to get to that place. And, you know, so everyone's a little different. Um, we did talk about this last week. I thought that was really inter interesting. Um, Ruth, Kane, as you guys know, is doing her study with the University of Ottawa on the Lippy Method. We recently got government funding. And one of the things she was talking about was how it's almost easier when it comes to maintenance for people who lost a lot of weight on the program, like 80 pounds, as opposed to someone who's only lost 20 pounds. And that's because of the time they spend in the program working through their issues and associations and habits and beliefs and all of that. Where someone may lose 20 pounds and in one program reach their goal, but they need to, they might need to spend a lot longer in maintenance because just because it's only 20 pounds doesn't mean that you haven't spent 20 years trying to lose that same 20 pounds over and over, right? So that was really interesting when she said that to me. That was a bit of a uh, mind-blowing moment. It's like it's not the amount of time you need to spend in maintenance doesn't necessarily have to equate to how much weight you've lost. Also, when you're repeating the program, each time you redo the program, you're solidifying the weight that you've lost in the previous program. You know, so that makes sense. That if you had a lot, lot of weight to lose, you've been spending more time working on the mental part of the process, while obviously physically losing new weight and then solidifying your old weight. You know, so. New to maintenance. Hi, Megan, and so grateful for this group exists. Catching my first live. Well, hi, welcome. Um, I was just saying, if you missed it, make yourself, uh, you know, make yourself at home. Um, you know, kind of settle in. We definitely have a different vibe over here in the group. We, you've been through a lot in order to get to a place where you're ready to have the maintenance conversation. So we continue to break it down. Uh, we do also like to have a lot of fun around here. This, this, this group is very much. Um, we want to hear from you. It's very interactive. We do posts each day that are about creating discussion. Um, so we uh, we highly suggest that you kind of immerse yourself in the group and also reach out for help as often as you need around here. Um, so some of the things you guys want to talk about uh, this week was about, uh, where's my list? Where did my list go? I had a whole list. Where did my list go? Because I have all these post-it notes. Oh, right here. So mindfulness, we saw today's post. So on Mondays, we, we do posts on mindfulness. Um, and this is one of the conversations we had in our Spill the Tea conversation, week nine, Sarah Shulman. I know we touched on this with our Way in Wednesday conversation, but she said something that really resonated with me, something I've said a million times since. And it's about turning up the volume on that internal voice, on that internal 
dialogue, right? Like at this point, we know your frustrations aren't with the scale. We know your frustrations aren't with your food choices. Your frustrations, for example, any feels that you're having don't have anything to do with the logistics of the program, what you're eating and when, and the choices that you're making. Chances are they are way deeper than that at this point. And if something is bothering you, resonating with you, connecting with you, it's really about turning up the volume on that because life is going to get so much um, more efficient and relentless at throwing you all the shit that you need to work through in order to, you know, move through the stuff that you need to work through to get to the other side of that. And a lot of times that's because we have our goals and the things that we want to accomplish and the things that we want to do. And life presents us the opportunities to deal with all the stuff that we need to work through in order to accomplish those things. And so what you're going to notice after doing the program is that it not only does it put you in tune with what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat, it also puts you in tune with everything across the board. And what I mean by that is what works for you in life, what doesn't work for you. Friendships, relationships, work environments, um, you know, where you live, what you do, how you function throughout your life, you're going to be very in tune with what makes you happy and what works for you. And you may find that, you know, you're, you're, you are thinking about a certain situation, you know, for example, um, frustrated that you can't move your body more, but frustrated, you're not frustrated that you can't move your body more. You're probably frustrated that your life is set up in a way that you don't have time to prioritize this thing that you want to do. So this is sort of kind of digging deeper into really what's going on and what your feels are about, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, you know, peeling off those legs layers and getting really to the the issue itself so that you can work through that have your aha moment about it oh okay this is really what's bothering me with this now I can kind of work through that um, so just kind of with each my maintenance and mindfulness week just reminding you what that's about it's about grounding yourself it's about being in the moments it's about prioritizing yourself. It's about making your life about yourself and trying to create the life of your dreams. Everyone talks about their best life, but what is that? Do you know what I mean? It's the life that you're living every single day. You may have some big goals and hopes and dreams and all those things, but your best life is like every single day that you're waking up and you're still alive. And so that's why we do maintenance on maintenance and mindfulness on Monday. It's really just kind of get you in that right frame of mind to kind of approach each new week that's kind of coming down the pipeline, no matter what comes down the pipeline, you know? Um, I do want to talk about spring because I think this is important because you may notice that you're getting hungrier. It's a different kind of hunger. In the winter, your body keeps you on this hibernation mode. This is where you crave the heavier carbs, the fatty meats, the warm foods like soups and stews and such. And your body's kind of on this low rev. It's like, kind of, do you know what I mean? And you crave these things because they're hard to digest and because they're actually hot and they create heat to help keep you warm and so also your body puts you on slow-mo so that the shorter days the drops in vitamin D levels the actual colder air your body having to regulate your body temperature um, it kind of receives this message and keeps you on this slow-mo so what you might be noticing is that you're feeling like a more spring in your step you have a little bit more energy you want to move your body more and you might be noticing that you're hungrier but it should be more of like a zippity kind of hunger rather than a slow rev kind of hunger like you should notice the difference in your hunger level so don't be afraid of hunger also, I want to take this opportunity to remind you that portions are always what they feel like, 
not about what they look like. So you may be noticing that your portions are increasing or your pattern of hunger is changing. And, you know, maybe you're not as hungry for your meals and snacks uh, as you, you know, roll through the warmer months. Maybe you are hungrier for your meals and snacks because you are more active naturally with the longer days and with the nicer weather. So just like in the weight loss program where we're constantly saying that you need to change and adapt to program to program to program, you don't want to do the same thing because you're bringing a whole new body to the table. So now that you've got that new body though, it's the same rules still apply. You want to be changing and adapting according to seasons. Seasons, actual seasons changing, summer, spring, winter, fall, but also different seasons and situations in your life as well. And that comes down to kind of situational change. So there's three reasons why people gain weight back. They're not being mindful, right? So they're not being mindful of their food choices. They're falling back into old habits, you know, all those things. Um, two, they don't put enough time into maintenance. That's really important. You've got to give your body enough time to solidify the weight that you've lost so your new weight becomes your your uh, your new norm. And then the other one is situational change. And so that that's like your, your environment has changed, your stress levels have changed, you lost your weight at home, now you're going back to work, do you know what I mean? Or you were working and now that you're maintaining your weight, for example, you now your stress levels are through the roof because maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you're selling your house, maybe you have some family stuff going on, whatever that might be. So just a reminder that even in maintenance, your situations can change in which you want to adapt and kind of meet yourself where you're at and recognize what your body needs in order for you to feel your best, which will obviously translate into looking your best. So pay attention to how your hunger levels are going to change. Also, uh, in the spring and the fall, when doing the program, it's normal for your menstrual cycles to come early, to come late, to double up, um, to come back if you hadn't had them for a while. This also happens when you're not trying to lose weight in the spring and in the fall. As your body adjusts your circadian rhythm, the time of year, it's kind of syncing up to the seasons. So just a heads up on that. So your body literally is is making tra- is transitioning season to season. So if you're picking up on the fact that you're hungrier, you might notice that you're craving more sugar. Now that might not have anything to do with actual water and being dehydrated because normally when you crave sugar, it means that you're, you need more water. It may need to do with the fact that it's time to add more fruits uh, into your meals and snacks. So in the summer, spring and summer, we want to start to decrease those heavier carbs, the grains, the potatoes, the squashes, those kinds of things, and we want to lighten up. And your body loves to make it really easy to get what it needs in the spring and summer because food digestion takes a lot of energy, so it wants foods that break down quicker in your digestive system. So you might be craving sh- sugars and the guy needs to drink more water and you're bumping up your water, bumping up your water, it's not going away. It could be that you need just to, to, to add more fruit. So more fruit in your snacks, add fruit to your meals, like some berries on a salad, some, um, um, you know, pineapple for dinner, that kind of thing, right? So so when you notice you're changing, your your hunger levels changing or your cravings, uh, now it's a little, it's a little too far ahead of ourselves, but even in the summertime when it's really hot, Sometimes when you crave salt, what your body needs is salt. It needs more electrolytes in your water. So not that you need more good fat, but you actually need to add more electrolytes in. Now, you could maybe need to drink more water in the winter because your environment is very dry with internal heat, or you may need to, or may find yourself drinking less water in the winter and then having to ramp that up in the spring and summer months. So just some things, that, it's kind of like good house keeping and good house cleaning season to season is just kind of check yourself 
and kind of meet yourself where you're at and, and pick up on those slight little changes. Your sleep patterns, for example, should probably adjust, adjust and change. So now the day is eventually in the summertime, it's still you know light out at nine o'clock at night. So that might affect the time that you're eating, which might affect the time that you're sleeping. You may find yourself getting up even earlier um, without having to set alarms. That can really piss people off. They're like, why am I getting up so early before my alarm? Well, great, maybe it's, maybe get up early. You know, maybe go to bed a little bit earlier, you know, so kind of just kind of kind of go with it a little bit at this point you can really trust that your body knows what works best um, for it you know when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, Karen. Uh, hoping Ruth Kane emphasizes the maintenance group and her study and the importance of it. Yes. So, so, um, <laughs> Lorraine. <laughs> Sorry, I just got sidetracked by Lorraine saying, um, hi there is there any way to reset the app Tony Tony Ann I reached out to the email if you have a chance it would be appreciated <laughs> I love you guys I love you guys for that um, reach out to our tech department uh, tech support at uh, gitalivy.com um, I mean Tony does like to help with some stuff here and there but he's pretty busy doing businessy types of things um, so it really is best to reach to our tech support system we got an amazing tech support system they work full-time every day um, send them at send them a, a message tech support at GinaLivy.com and um, they will uh, they'll help you out there uh, what was I talking before that Karen st. Pierre yeah so we're gonna actually send out a survey so if you guys can take some time and fill it out um, that'd be amazing that's gonna really help Ruth. We're going to have her actually back in the group to have another conversation, but she's all, we're all about maintenance. So we're going to have a survey for you guys to fill out um, that you can really help with that. And I know she's uh, planning on doing some more focus groups. Uh, so definitely it's going to be of an importance. Um, let me talk about our app. So um, some of you might be wondering what happens to our app after you're done the 91 days of the program. So after you're done the 91 days of the weight loss program, you're going to be able to continue to use the app as a general tracker and what's really cool about that even though you've not signed up for the next weight loss group is that you still get all the cool updates any new exercise that we add um, will be added to the app any new recipes will be added to the app so you'll have all of that updated information in the app now it's not going to guide you through the program and process and have all the new sort of updated 
um, daily check-ins and whatnot, obviously, because you're not following through on the date 91 days anymore, but you will have access and be able to continue to use the app, even though you're in maintenance. Okay. Uh, can vacation be considered situational change? Um, it, yes, it can be like momentary situational change. So you, you want to definitely use back on track. I'm talking more like extended periods of time, right? Where you, all of a sudden you're going, you know, all day long again without eating because maybe now you're, you're, um, maybe you're traveling to work. Maybe you're getting up earlier in your day and you're not adding in breakfast. Maybe you're used to skipping breakfast. Now you're getting up earlier in your day and you're choosing to still, still skip breakfast, but then you can find yourself hungrier late in the day. Maybe you're in your car for a longer period of time, so you're not drinking as much water. Um, maybe you're super busy and focused, so you're letting long periods of time go without eating again, You know, falling back into those habits and not kind of adapting. Maybe your stress levels are much higher and you're because of your new job and you know this is where you yes of course you're still adding good healthy fats to your meals and snacks but you haven't been as diligent about doing that because you're in maintenance and so this is maybe where you might want to add in an omega-3 if you haven't been doing that um, maybe you're now doing night shifts and so you know your work you're with work you're doing shift work now which is something that your body's not used to and so this is sort of where you want to do what you can to help your body adjust to any new change so you know vacations if they're a couple weeks long are usually great for weight loss because they're they're stressful in all the best ways your stress levels in terms of like you know your cortisol levels are usually lower it's challenging to the body so your body's like you're doing different things physically mentally so that's challenging your body to like rise to the occasion because at this point your body wants you to look and feel its best, right? So, so I wouldn't necessarily call a vacation situational change. It could be if it's for an extended period of time, right? Um, Lorraine, is there any way to reset the app? So you can't reset the app. We purposely designed it so you can't reset the app because one, because people's needs to be perfect about the program, um, they, they have this incessant need to keep start again, start again, start again. And we didn't want to perpetuate that situation. So this is why, you know, you track 91 days of the program, all 91 days count, even if they're not perfect. So you can't reset the app. Um, we do allow you to use it as a tracker for free so you can continue to use the app. And then obviously we're running a business. So if you want to redo the program, you're going to have to purchase the next program with us and what you get any kind of new updated information and such. So there really isn't a way that you can reset it and go back uh, to it unless you manually go back and I think erase all the information and track it again, but it'll keep kind of fast tracking you to the end of the program. So just a heads up on that. Hi, Kathy. New to maintenance too. Just finished up round two. Okay, well, I don't know where you're joining us in this conversation, but I've been talking to all of our new maintenance members. Uh, so definitely go back and watch for, watch from the beginning for a little bit of insight about the program and the process. Uh, and welcome. Um, again, I was just talking about how the maintenance program is a little bit different. It's definitely not a structured program. We've got a different vibe. We like to, I like to have a lot more fun around here. I mean, weight loss is fun, but maintenance is even better. I do want to talk about Karen. Uh, Karen St. Pierre, you had a question about checking yourself before you wreck yourself and at what point are you wrecking yourself so this is sort of one of those things 
that you're, uh, you know, I know Karen, you've been with us for a while. You're probably in the testing the waters phase. Maybe you're living in the finally and forever phase. You're finding that you are um, adding things in. They're causing your weight to stay elevated. So once you lose your weight and see your lowest low, we don't want you living a life where you're trying to see your lowest low every day. And so usually you'll sit about five pounds above that, but there, there's a range. And it could be, I was thinking about you, here's some of the notes I wrote down as you're transitioning. So um, Karen wrote this on the weight, on the, on the, um, the live poster today. So if you want to go back and read what she had to say, a couple things, has your stress level changed? So a lot of time we feel like our weight is going up and it could be one from the food choices that you're making. So if you're not, if the, if the food choices you're making are feeling you not, not feel so hot, it could be that the choices that you're making, it could be picking up on sensitivities to those food choices. Um, it could also be something completely different. It could be that the, the time change is messing with your sleep, so you're not getting that deep sleep that you're used to. So that's kind of a playing a role, making you feel even worse. Uh, it could be your, your vitamin D levels have dropped, especially after you know the longest, darkest winter in like 83 years that we've just had. So it might not, my point is, is that it might not be having anything to do with you're not checking yourself before you wreck yourself if you feel like your kind of weight is creeping up. It might not have anything to do with your food choices and do with other factors. So your stress levels being higher, so maybe add in some omega-3, do some deep breathing techniques, do you know what I mean? Add in maybe a stress tonic or something that can really help with that. Plus make sure you're bumping up your food choices, adding in those good fats. Could also be your vitamin D levels dropping at this point after the uh, long dark winter. So maybe add a supplement for that. It could be just how your body responds to different seasons as well. Um, you know, um, just as the, as, the, as the summer comes along, spring and summer, the warm months, your body's going to give you that natural boost in energy. You're going to feel more energetic. Um, you know, it could just be, it could be seasonal affective disorder where you're just kind of feeling like heavy and slow and schlumpy and just like, Bleh. do you know what I mean? Combined with maybe some off food choices here and there. What I would do is put yourself back on a like, um, like more than sort of back on track, like a high level, let me get back to feeling my best. Like there's back on track, which helps you. So with back, so you go off the rails, you eat all the things, come back from vacation, for example, you get back on track, which means you just follow that basic food plan. And yeah, you know, you know, you can maximize and make sure you're getting your water and your stress and your sleep and all those other things. But then there's maybe getting back to feeling your better self. And so that's not a matter of getting back on track. That's a matter of, you know, you're not feeling as good as you were feeling when you were doing all of the things. So there is this concept that we don't want you to be living a life where you're trying to see the lowest low on your scale, but there might be something to said about kind of doing the things that you need to do to constantly feel your best each day. And sometimes we think we, we get into making these choices for ourselves that like maybe having coffee every morning as much as you love it and you can have it and it's not going to, it's not going to cause you to gain weight, but maybe, you know, having coffee first thing on an empty stomach is making you not feel so great. You know, and then you're following following that up with maybe having a muffin or a thing or whatever because you know that's what's most appealing after a coffee. Like maybe these are kind of things that we've fallen back into. So maybe you know start your day by getting a glass of water, or you know get back into the apple you know apple cider vinegar or lemon water if you want. Now chances are you don't need the apple cider vinegar or lemon water, but maybe what you need to do is start your day drinking water rather than putting coffee in first thing. And so this might be a matter of like making more choices that make you feel better, you know, and it, it's not that you've gained weight back. It's just that you're not feeling as great as you felt when you were super mindful about doing all the things you could do to see that low number on the scale. 
So let's so let's let's say this isn't about the low number on the scale anymore. Let's 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 change our perspective perhaps and make this about feeling your best. So now you're no longer making choices that are going to get and keep that scale moving. You're not even no longer making choices that are going to maintain that number on the scale. At this point that's a given. Maybe your perspective needs to change in doing the things you need to do to truly feel your best, which if you feel your best will translate into looking your best. So it could be that the choice Choices that you're making are not actually causing the scale to go up, but they're causing some discomfort in your stomach. It could be that your sleep is off a little bit, so your body isn't feeling as well rested, um, you know, you, as it normally does. Perhaps you're snacking at night, which is not causing you to gain real weight, but it's messing with your sleep. I notice a massive difference when I eat at night, even just a few things, as opposed to when I don't eat. I wake up, I feel like I'm better rested, my body just feels better, it's felt like it's rested. Do you know, um, and, 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 um, and, and, you know, all those little things that maybe managing your stress, maybe you're not doing that as much as you were doing before. Maybe you're not moving your body as much as you were doing when you were, you know, focusing on losing weight. And so, you know, if you make it about doing the things that are going to get you back to feeling your best, as opposed to back to that lowest low weight, I think that could have can definitely impact your food choices moving forward and then also take a lot of that stress away that I'm actually gaining real weight. When in reality, it's probably a couple things in combination, lack of sleep, off choices, do you know what I mean? Your body not being as well rested. Maybe you're not drinking as much water, you know, because you no longer need to lose the weight. But, you know, maybe maybe even the water that you're drinking is not enough to keep you properly hydrated. So, so it's sort of like checking yourself before you wreck yourself. When do you know that you're wrecking yourself? I mean, you don't gain 20 pounds back and not notice. You don't gain 10 pounds and not notice. But I think wrecking yourself might be like maybe too harsh of a word to use now that I say it out loud because maybe you're not trashing yourself and eating chips for breakfast and eating breads and pastas and you know what we perceive as wrecking ourselves maybe it's that you know we are we need you know we need to make sure we're doing the things that you know, help us feel our best. Maybe it's not that we're, we need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. We just need to be mindful of continuing to do things that make us feel really good. Do you know? So I can sort of see that check yourself before the wreck yourself, maybe perceiving, well, I'm doing all these things. At what point is it actual real weight gain? It's a lot harder than you think and takes a lot longer than you think to have your body take the foods that you're eating and convert them into fat that actually makes you fat. And your body has no real need to do that unless, of course, you're falling back into old patterns like going long periods of time without eating and, you know, not eating enough and, and you know, those kinds of things. But you'd have to really, for how long, Karen, you've been at this, you would have to really do a number on yourselves. I think what could be happening, too, is that you are so in tune with your body at this point that when you feel amazing, you feel rock star amazing. And when you even feel slightly off, you feel really, really off, which is kind of the downside of being really in tune to your body's needs. So maybe the focus is, what do I need to do to really feel my best each day? What Are there choices that I'm making that, although they're not affecting my weight and I'm fine with making them, are really having me not feel so great? That in combination with the extra stress I'm having, you know, or, or also there's hormones too. And I don't, I don't know about you, Karen. I, I can't recall how old you are, but you know, I'm getting up there. I'm turning 50 in a month, turning 50 in a month, which I'm very happy to still be alive and be able to turn 50. 
Um, but it's definitely come with its, you know, fluctuations of my hormones um, that are definitely factoring in. So, you know, there could be some health issues, you know, that need to get checked and whatnot. Even though you're living your best, healthiest life, doesn't mean that you won't be dealing with some health issues that could actually be factoring in. Maybe you ate something while on vacation and then you got a stomach bug or a parasite. I know this sounds really off, but um, something you picked up from contaminated water that you're not even thinking of that's causing your stomach to be off, that's causing your body to react, that's causing inflammation inflammation, then you just think it's your, you know, corn chips you're having every now and then, right? <laughs> so, so just kind of, just kind of some food for thought. Um, thanks for your advice. I'm sure I can get this turned around and feel better soon. Me and Spring are on our way. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Like, it's like, what do I need now to get myself feeling back? Not, don't put the pressure of the scale. I feel like as soon as you add the scale in, it adds this whole other layer of, of, of stress. Whereas feeling your best is a very light energy. Like what can I do to just kind of pile up on the things that are going to make me really feel my best, you know? And I think you make that your focus at this point. Cause I know you've been at this for a while and your association with weight loss could be like doing all the things or to get that scale to move. And, that, and although you've been obviously super successful at being proactive about that, it, I think it'd be beneficial to change the perspective that you're bringing. So I really enjoyed when I was feeling my best. Maybe that was at your lowest low. So implement the things that you need to do to, to feel your best again, you know, and then honor your new body. And, and it's not old things that you were doing while you were losing weight. It's new things that you can do with this body to feel the best that you can, you can feel at the end of the day. I gotta go. I gotta go. Love that you have a maintenance group and support just in, just didn't end at 91 days. Yeah, we love it. This is where you want to get this group should be our biggest group because this is the group that you want to get to. You want to get in this group. Now we also have people who they decide they reach their goals. We have lots of conversations about this too. You've reached your goal. You spend some time in maintenance and then you decide you want to go for more. So we have a lot of people who are signing up for the spring summer group again. They've been in maintenance for a while. Then they're like, you know what? I've been maintaining my weight. I'm ready to go for more. Or they thought they were happy at the number that they reached. And then once they reached it, maintained it, they're like, you know what? I, I want to go for more. Do you know what I mean? So we have lots of conversations in and around maintenance. There's no, there, you know, the way you do it perfectly is just by showing up at the end of the day. So a lot of people are managing um, their maintenance journey uh, in a variety of different ways. Um, you know, personalizing the food plan to maintain, repeating the program to maintain. Some people are, you know, at the solidifying stage, the testing the water phase. Some of we, some, some are in the finally and forever stage, and just to hear for the conversation and to continue to be mindful. Um, so don't be shy if you are new to this group. Uh, don't be shy about reaching out. You have a team here. We have a whole team works in this group, um, ready and willing and excited to help answer any of the questions that you have about maintenance. So don't be shy about reaching out. I got to go, everyone. Uh, just to remind you as well that all of our maintenance conversations, the lives on Monday, as well as the Wait in Wednesday podcast and any upcoming guest segments are available on our Way In podcast. So Way In with Gina podcast on all platforms. So you can download and listen at any time. Have an amazing day, everyone. And I'll check in later. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.